Motorsports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning and welcome to On The Pace on a Wednesday morning. Michael Guerin joining you to talk all things harness racing. But of course, before we do, the announcement of the massive stake increases coming out from Racing New South Wales. Well, everybody in the Harness Racing Code, happy to hear about them too. We're all one big family at the end of the day, so congratulations to Peter and the team at, Harna, at, <coughs> at Racing New South Wales because they are massive increases and great to see some of that money heading to the country tracks and the smaller meetings. So a big deal and well done to all involved there. On a slightly, shall we say, cooler and maybe more laid back note, tonight we head to Bathurst for the harness racing on a Wednesday night coming in there, as always, as it does on a Wednesday only the seven races tonight. The first goes just after five o'clock, so a nice early finish. And the Hewitt family, Bernie and Doug, have been absolutely slaying them, not only at Bathurst, of course, at Menangle, at Penrith, and in Queensland. So, Doug, as we welcome you into the show to look at your drives for this evening, are you and Burn doing anything different, or is it just better cattle around you at the moment? Yeah, thanks for getting me on, Nick. Um, no, it's not. Not really much going different. Burns up north, and he's got a nice team up there, and we've just got um, a nice team that we're bringing back up. Um, a lot of them are the three-year-olds that we had a fair opinion of that are just coming back and going through their grades, and um, a couple of other horses that are just doing their job week in, week out. So as long as we can keep uh, a bit of momentum going and keep the stable going while Burns away. It must be satisfying, mate, to be winning races at a Penrith and obviously in Queensland for the big trip there. Uh, you've been to Menangle several times this season and won races there, including big races, because it's one thing to win on your home track, and we all love Bathurst on a Wednesday night, but if you can travel and win, Doug, there's more money. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. It sort of makes it worthwhile. Uh, when you're out at Bathurst, every, every track beside Bathurst is over two hours you've sort of got two and a half to most tracks and then you usually allow three and a half to Menangle so if you're willing to put in the, the K's and the time and take your horses down there it's always good to get rewarded with a bit of prize money and um, the way the prize money's going at the moment it's sort of making it worth travelling so um, if we've got the horses that are ready and in that sort of grade well then we're more than willing to take them down there. Doug you mentioned the fact that that Burn or Burnie of course is um up in Queensland with a couple of horses. How many horses would you guys have in work at this time of the year? You see quite a few of the two and three-year-olds have come back. So when you open the fields for Bathurst, there's lots of Hewitt horses. How many would you have floating around the joint? Um, well, Burn end up taking about 10 or 12 up north. Um, some are with Jam at the moment, and Burn's got at least 10 down at his little training centre. And then here at home, we've been sort of ranging around the early 30 marks and then of late we're just starting to get more and more back in and starting to get them jogged up so they're ready to go once these breeders races start rolling in so at the moment we've got about 40 in work here which is pretty busy for this time of year um jaso's just left to go over to ireland for a month and um with burn being up north it's put a few on us that are stuck around bathurst in the cold but um no, we're handling all right at the moment and yeah, like I said, a couple of them are nice horses, so it makes it worthwhile. Well, mate, we appreciate you taking the time to tip us a few on the radio because obviously you're in for a busy day slash into the evening. Let's get down to business. First on the card, Doug, we're speaking to Doug Hewitt here who does the driving for 
the Bernie Hewitt stable. You have Out Sweet Pog. Barrier 7 doesn't look great. There's a bit of gate speed inside you. What sort of chance do you give your driver in the first? Yeah, she, she's a nice mare that just keeps on stepping along. She's only a three-year-old. <coughs> Shown a lot this season. Last week she was probably a bit unlucky not to win. Uh, come from a long way back. Gave him a fair start and ran him right to a length that was just sort of on one rein pretty bad. So if we can fix that up, um, I'm hoping there's a fair bit of speed early on. Um, I'd say make their positions and hopefully we're not too far off them again. I think she's a fair chance of running top three at least. In the second on the card, Doug, the stable has two in, better than Lexi and Art Thou Lexi. It's over the 2260. Uh, I take it that the one you're driving, Art Thou Lexi, is the better of the two chances? Um, yeah, well, that better than Lexi. He's, he's a nice little uh, gelding and Liz's been driving him most weeks and he just he keeps going from strength to strength. He's sat parked his last two starts and gone super. So um, he probably just doesn't have the gate speed that the filly that I have has puts him in better positions is probably the only difference with him. Um, the filly i got, she's not, not the most pleasant thing to have around, but she can run and she runs a bit on fear. So while she's doing that, she's been putting in some massive runs, went super again last week in front. And, um, yeah, she, she's a fair chance in that race, especially if she finds the top, I think she would take some running down. Mate, you're not driving in the third on the card, but in the fourth on the card, you have Louis the Punter, former Kiwi horse, um, always had ability. He's got barrier one. Most importantly, before we get to the other stable runner, Voodoo Lou, does Louis the Punter have the gate speed to use barrier one? Yeah, he does. He, he's got super gate speed. Um, he's shown it a fair few times. Uh, the long trip he's, he's got out, he's had a little freshen up of late and then went to Penrith last week and got boxed away on the fence and uh, didn't get much luck but finished hard held and then tonight, yeah, nice Barry again, should see him out in front I'd say and um, the obvious work of late he's going a lot better and I think he, he'll give him a real run in that first race. Um, Voodoo Lou, hasn't, she can't get a draw this mare, just not working out for her late but um, Jack's on her tonight and She's actually mad that if she does things right, she's got a real nice turn of foot in the run home. So being only six in the race, she won't be far off the top herself. So it, it is an open race, that run, and um, I, I'm hoping my bloke can do enough to hold on, but, yeah, it should be an interesting race. Uh, you mentioned Jack. That's Jack Buckman. That's a name we haven't seen a lot of um, driving. So is he working for you guys? Because he's a concession driver and he's on Voodoo Lou tonight. So I presume he's had a sit behind the horse before. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, his uncle, Jared Hetherington, has got a team out at up Tamworth Way, um, Narrabri, and he, we've done a fair bit of business with Jared with horses going out that way and so forth, and he's sent some down here. And Jack's come down here for the last oh six months or so now, and... Um, yeah, he's been driving a fair few for us going um, through the stable. He's got a couple of wins on Tom the Curious of late. And, um, him and Liv are both here at the moment. They were um, getting their drives as well. So um, both of them doing their job and getting through the steers as well. In the fifth on the card, mate, you drive Taylor's four. It's won a couple of races. Um, second fresh up. They tend to improve after a fresh up run. And this is by no means a scary field. Yeah, she um she went massive last week. Uh, her first start back at Penrith uh, ended up leaders back, and then the favourite come up and put a bit of pressure on. And ended up one one, and then 
it snagged and got back in. It was a pretty funny race and um, ended up sitting parked for the last lap and went massive, only just got run down right on the line. Um, was super and I'm hoping she's only going to get better from that. This race is very winnable for her. Um, she's a man that had a bit of a setback to her career and she's only going to come back in strength. So hopefully tonight we, we land. I'm not sure what we'll do coming out of the gate. We'll wait up as we get let go, but... Um, on a run last week, I think she's right in that race. Doug, your biggest odds of the night are for our Northern Meteor in the sixth on the card, one on the second line. When you're one on the second line over 17.20 at Bathurst, is it rule of thumb you try and punch through behind the leader or do you sometimes try and duck away? Because some people don't like getting away. They like to stay on the marker pegs. What's the general attitude to one on the second line at Bathurst? Uh, usually dependent on what you're following out, but in this case, I'm following out a pretty nice horse. Um, it, the pegs is always the cheapest way home. Burn doesn't really like us getting off the fence too much, but um, uh, in this case, this bloke will be just punching the pegs, hoping for a bit of luck that he gets late, but um, he's first up from a spell. His trials haven't been all too impressive, but um, yeah, I'm after a couple of starts, he'll bring him on and hopefully he'll start finding himself in the winner's circle there somewhere. Mate, the last on the card tonight, early finish for you guys, 10 past 8. That'll be nice to get home probably before 10 o'clock anyway. Yeah, um, nice. High view hammer, one on the second line. and look, Bred to be okay, nice enough fourth on debut. Um, you're one on the second line. The horse who was drawn one is scratched, and you're following out Sibelia Shannon. Now, it's a bullock-trained horse, and most of the bullock-trained horses get off the gate pretty good, so that might not be a bad place to be. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, he's a horse too that he had, has a tendency that he can latch on or he, he's still very green and still learning how to race for sure. He's had a fair few trials and had a couple of setbacks, but we got in there last week and he actually went super. I was really impressed with his mannerisms and um, tonight following out uh, Trav, I think he, he should hold a forward enough position and he's one of those horses got the deadly turn of foot and um, hopefully... If, it all works out and he gets a shot at him up the straight, he'll, he'll be there to make the most of it. Doug, we have obviously every Saturday night Menangle is the go and you guys have had a good season at Menangle. Do you have any Menangle horses coming up in the, the immediate future or is it a case that with some of the better names up in, uh, up in Queensland, you're just biding your time until we get into the heats, semis and finals of the Breeders' Challenge? Yeah, well, we had, um, yeah, as you said, a lot went with Burn up north and they were our usual Menangle horses, but we've got the likes of Rock Fisherman who's had two starts there over the past two weeks and come second both times, and he's come back a different horse and just looks and feels super. His heart rate's unreal, so um, he's, he's a horse that's definitely knocking on the door and he'll get a win down there sooner rather than later. Um, you've got the likes of Tom the Curious that I mentioned earlier. He's he's had a couple starts around Bathurst of late and gone super. He's got two wins in a second or a third, I think it was, and um, he's going to go down there for a look this week. He'll probably have one or two starts down there just to see if it brings him on a little bit and have a little fresh one before the breeders comes around. But there's a couple there that are probably future Menangle horses, but at the moment we're just trying to get them race fit and get them doing everything right before you take them down there. It's a long trip to go down there and get touched up if they're not right, so you've got to make sure that they're pretty much on the money before you think about loading them on the float. Now, Doug, I was reading last week that you approached a career milestone. I'm not sure this is entirely right, but was it 400 career-winning drives? Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you, Mick. I don't think it'd be that much. 
Um, yeah, well, it was it was floating around somewhere on Harness Racing New South Wales social media. It's a lot. It's a lot for a young guy. So um, things are going pretty well when you consider, you know, that obviously you, it's not like you're in your thirties and you know, been battling around for a while. You're, you're driving a few winners. Yeah, no, it's, it hasn't been too bad. Like for the most of the part, um, Burns always first string, and then we've had Jaso here, so we always share the drives a fair bit. And of late, with Burn being away, they're picking up a couple extras, but. Um, no, it's the same thing. As long as the horses are going good, you're able to drive the horses how you want. So um, we've got the right owners behind us at the moment and they're entrusting us with some nice horses and we're, we're just happy if we can keep putting uh, runs on the board from. Doug, what's a horse we haven't mentioned on the show this morning who is worth following, whether it's a two-year-old or a horse we don't know very well or one that's coming back from a spell, those two-year-olds often mature after their first prep. What's a horse we should look out for? Uh, there's a couple that we've trialled a couple of two-year-olds of late, um, Sergeant and Glenn Ferryman and um, Logan's Dream. They're, they're three nice two-year-olds that are sort of just getting getting their feet back under them. They're, they've come back in from a spell looking good and um, they'll be aimed at the Nutrien series. So they're three that will be punching around pretty soon and then... Um, yeah, a lot of our other two-year-olds are just working back up again, sort of coming through. But as we said, all our main horses went north of the Winter Carnival and they done a fair job up there in their right grades. And, um, yeah, at the moment we're sort of just dealing with what the, the horses that we've got underneath us. When does the stable star two-year-old race in Queensland again? She's an, an absolute beauty, nice, big, strong girl she is. When does she go around again? Uh, this Saturday night in the triad to... Her last main one, um, she's had an unreal campaign up there and she's just gone from strength to strength and we always knew that she was going to be a fair filly and um, we're just glad that she keeps on putting it to them and last week against the boys and the week before that, um, yeah, she, she's very exciting and can't wait to see what she does in the future. Doug, we appreciate you taking such a long time to talk to us this morning, mate, to get a rundown on the team for tonight. Um, if our listeners were going to have one bet tonight at Bathurst, of your ones, which one would you suggest as your best winning chance? Oh, I'd, I'd say probably Art there, Lexi. Um, you got Louis the punny, he's pretty short, um, probably a little bit too short in a small field, but Art there, Lexi's just going from strength to strength and... Um, she looks super and she's only getting better with each run so I'd say she's probably my best her or um, Taylor's four she's another filly after a run last week um, as long as she goes out there and does half of that again I think she'll be right in the mix as well mate. Doug we appreciate the time buddy um, get round safe tonight get a couple of winners and uh, yeah we look forward to talking to you guys more in the future you and Boone. No worries thanks for that Mick. Doug Hewitt, who gives us a really good rundown there on their strong team tonight at Bathurst. And for those who are just joining us, best bets there for him. Race two, number six, Art Thou Lexi. Race six, I'm sorry, race four, number one, Louis the Punter, gives you a multi-builder, very short. And race five, number four, Taylor's four, could be the best to go there. If you're having a little Quinella play, if you're one of those type of people, race four, if the one's got a chance of leading, the two, Terry Rama, could well duck to the fence over 22.60 at Bathurst. Makes it either a top three chance or a Quinella chance, if you're that way inclined. Having a bet tonight at Bathurst. We kick off nice and early at nine minutes past five. 
Just for those who are listening to the show on Monday, we gave people an update on the potential change of conditions for the New Zealand Trotting Cup. That has now become official that it will not change. This year's Trotting Cup will remain a standing start. That's the second Tuesday in November, and that would increase the chances that Majestic Cruiser from the Jason Grimson team from New South Wales will head there. The markets were suspended when there was a suggestion race could become a handicap. They are now reopened around Australasia. And the good news coming up for the Inter-Dominions, which are in Victoria in November slash December, is big-name horses like South Coast Arden. Copy that and self-assured are looking to head there to race the New South Wales horses and the Victorians. So some trans-Tasman harness racing, which has been relatively on hold for the last two years because of COVID restrictions, looking very much likely this spring coming up. And we on Sky Sports Radio will keep you updated on that over the coming months. The reason I was on this morning is Brittany Graham, who's our regular Wednesday morning host, is overseas having a well-deserved break and learning more for her future career. That means I'll be back at 1030 tomorrow morning with another guest as we look forward to tomorrow night's race meeting at Penrith. Good luck if you're having a bet. All those odds are now open for tonight at Bathurst on tab.com.au.